With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. It's always been there. It'll guide you to the Powerful Nerdcast. Hello, dun, dun, my dun. friends. Welcome to the New Year's edition of Powerful Nerdcast. 2015 is going to be done in about 24 hours, and we're finally going to move into the next year, and I'm really excited. But today, we're going to reflect on 2015 and all of the crazy things which have been going on over the last couple months. I'm not alone this week. I am joined by Christian. Hello, Internet. That's right. We actually have video this week, unless we screw up somehow later in the <laughs> editing process, and this ends up just being audio, but we're just going to wing it from here. But we have a lot of cool things we want to talk about today we have the brand new deadpool trailer which just came out last week on christmas which was pretty freaking amazing we have the berserk anime series which is going to be returning people are still talking about it this is still fresh we got a brand new trailer for that just yesterday and then just we want to talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments from 2015 not to mention we also have the epic return of awkward Imger readings. That's why right. we're going to end 2015 dun, 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 as dun, dun, awkward dun. as humanly possible <laughs> because that's what we do here on the Powerful Nerdcast. So, Christian, did you have a good holiday? I did. Christmas was good. I had like a few Christmases because you know you got like your mom's side, your dad's side, and then if you have like a girlfriend, she has her mom's side and her mm-hmm. dad's side. So I had like seven Christmases. Damn, it was great. Actually, I only had two, but it's always fun. And then I also went to uh, uh, South America a little bit and saw some of my family, so that was awesome. Oh. Yeah. You know, I got some family down there, so it was cool to see them. And uh, but I'd say this year overall, you know, getting back to the topic of this podcast has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better year. We had so many great things. And overall, I just think that uh, the new Star Wars movie was like the cherry on top finishing up this year. Yeah, I know you it, were it's, excited about it's it. It's still hard to escape the allure and power of Star Wars. I'm seeing it a second time tomorrow. Which still blows my mind. Of course, you're going to be taking your girlfriend to see it this time, which I'm sure she's going yep. to absolutely love it. But the fact that you're so willing to go see it again, I think, is a big accomplishment because... You know, The Force Awakens has appealed to people who aren't even Star Wars fans. You know, my brother, who's a sports fanatic, who got me this awesome shirt for Christmas, by the way, which is an Atlanta <laughs> Braves shirt with all these cool Marvel superheroes. Why does it do that? I don't know. Whatever. Are they playing baseball? No. No. They're just, they're just there. They're just there. It's cool. <laughs> it lets you know that I'm from Atlanta and I like nerdy shit. Yeah. But, uh, you it know, even all the bases. He, uh, he went to go see Star Wars and he loved it. He thought it was great, you know. Um, wasn't even a big fan. Uh, of the old movies and he grew up with me and I watched them all the damn time so that shows you know that he had to it like rubbed off on him yeah a little bit yeah well I also think that uh, this movie the hype of it Mm -hmm. how could you escape the suckingness of this hype it was like everywhere you (laughs) know pulling you in even when I was in uh, South America in early December posters everywhere like every bus stop every everywhere Mm -hmm. you know was like the force awakens and it still hasn't even opened in China yet 
which when it does, dude, oh man. I also heard that the Chinese explode. are not as familiar with it as we are, but there's just a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. So even if just some of them, I think the it. main reason is because when the original star Wars films came out, like there was like a rule, like in China, like some sort of ban against American films or uh-huh. certain American films. And they didn't get it until I think maybe the, yeah, they were weird on censorship. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their censorship is so cultural. And in some ways we don't know about their co- culture. So mm-hmm. like, we don't understand why they censor certain things. Yeah. Well, they also don't like anything. They're probably used to be a little, bit like north korea like they don't like anything that looks like raising up against the government Mm -hmm. they're very weird about that yeah and you can understand that the whole you know premise of star wars the original trilogy in force awakens is about a uh, a rebellion or a resistance group going up against a massive evil tyrannical regime yes you know luke skywalker was a radicalized terrorist that blew up a government facility (laughs) (laughs) who was it who said that i don't know i just saw it's some meme you know Mm -hmm. uh, that uh luke skywalker was they pretty much made the assumption that he was like a person in afghanistan and then the u.s aka the empire came and bombed him with drones and killed some of his family and then he became a radicalized terrorist that's the assumption they were making and i was like oh i guess that's true but you're forgetting the empire had a gun that could destroy planets yeah and it was kind of they were kind of assholes i mean the the, the empire were more closer i'd say to nazi germany than say maybe uh, the united states of america it's funny the u.s has created so many enemies and so many different archetypes we can just create movies where enemies are each character <laughs> you know that's kind of funny mm, it's not exactly black and white um but one of the things i wanted to discuss was that deadpool trailer that came out last week oh, dude which, red it, band trailer on christmas isn't that mm-hmm. kind of funny it oh, was here, here's the most <laughs> inappropriate thing we could release on christmas mm-hmm. and saying red band kind of goes with christmas themes because it's red yeah <laughs> and they, so, they definitely took advantage of the holiday it looks like they may have recorded like dialogue specific for that trailer oh yeah just to let you know that this is going to be like for christmas and everything because mm-hmm. it, it just the trailer opened up with deadpool like in that i think he was in a cab like yeah. a driver and i loved just him being bored in the back playing with the windows and stuff going to the tune of the music and everything and then him actually mentioning that it's christmas day and then that great shot with him like as he said shish kebabbing that one guy <laughs> with his sword just uh and then he's like before i got my sweet ass in the spandex you know he like it's like even the posters are like sexual but in a goofy way it's mm-hmm. like wait till you get a load of him and it's just his crotch with a gun over it and i'm like that's the poster Wait till you get a load of him. <laughs> they're taking some big, bold chances with this movie, but I'm really glad that they're finally doing that. Because uh, aside from, I'd say, maybe Jessica Jones, which is probably the most racy Marvel thing, this one's going to be it. Like, yeah. This is it right here. The violence is so over the top. The Red Band trailer really lived up to its title. Uh, just lots of violence. That's the one thing I took away from it the most. Like that one shot where he, he decapitates a dude and then he kicks his head like into another guy. <laughs> like it's just, it's playful, but it's also just super gory and violent. And yet it still all ties into the Marvel universe with characters uh, like Colossus and uh negasonic teenage warhead. Who's not exactly a household name, but this is a no. character who's only existed for a little over a decade. Um, but speaking of Colossus, damn, does he look awesome? He does look good. And man, I think they're finally like brave enough to make them look like they look in the comics. It's like, it's taken. uh, I really say that the good superhero movies started at uh, you got your first X-Men and then you got Mm Spider-Man and those like set everything off and they've just come a long way since then. Mm -hmm. They actually let characters look like characters. Like look at the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady. They look like copy paste. Doomsday. Well, they got, they can't get it all right. It's nope. not, it's not a flip, a switch. You flip. But, uh, I've said it before, you know, I think Deadpool, this movie, the live action one, is definitely the best, uh, live action costume I've ever seen. Mostly because of those eyes. It's just, they're white and they're surprisingly expressive. Just the way that they actually like animate his face and make it move around. And that just combined with Ryan 
Reynolds' ridiculous voice acting just makes him a really like impressive looking visual character. That they had to because Deadpool with the mask on is almost not so much personality wise, but that's a character. And mm-hmm. then Deadpool with the mask off is a character. Yeah. So you you had to have both characters. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that's a balance. I hope they're going to be able to find because um, even in the comics, you know, he takes his mask off all the time and everything. Because he doesn't care. He's just an ugly dude. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit the way he looks. Really, at the end of the day. Um, he's just happy to be this like superpowered mutant. And, yeah. Um, you know, I kind of hope, you know, obviously the first half of the film, it's going to be like Ryan Reynolds before the, uh, you know, becoming Deadpool. We're going to see a lot of normal Ryan Reynolds. I hope after that though, after the fact we see the scarred version of him, he does keep the mask on a, a lot though. I really want that to happen. Well, it is the first movie man might not get the costume to like the last 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately that's always been one of my biggest pet peeves in superhero films is superheroes not keeping their fucking shit on. Like, that final battle in With the Venom? Avengers. Oh, or Venom uh, Spider-Man. Or any Spider- any Spider-Man movie. Not just the <laughs> Sam Raimi ones, even the newer ones. Just, Spider-Man does whatever he can to take his fucking mask off every single time. You wear the mask so no one knows who you are. That's the whole point of being a superhero. And I didn't come here to see that shit. I want to see the actual superhero in action. The like, last even battle- seeing uh, Brunette white guy is still kills the illusion of spider-man yeah, like it sort of spider-man takes me out is of it. Mm-hmm. you know the guy with the mask on yeah i mean from the neck down whatever costume looks great but i want to see that fucking mask on and i want to literally be like i'm reading a comic on the big screen that's you know be expressive through the mo- uh, the movements and the voice acting uh in the avengers movie captain america always takes his freaking helmet off it bothers me so much <laughs> i actually and, don't mind captain america because that actor has kind of defined that character so now yeah. it's sort of okay and pretty much everybody knows who captain america is so there's really no need for the whole secret identity thing but like uh, just keep it on please does ant-man have a mask he does, and for the most part, he kept it on during the action scene. Except the scene where he meets Falcon. Except, well, he, he lifts it up for a little bit, and then he puts it back down. Oh, does he? I thought yeah. he takes it off and talks to him and then puts it back on. Mm. No, he just lifts it up? Yeah. Okay. For the most part, Ant-Man kept his costume on 90% of the time, which is really good. Nice yeah. change of pace. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's certain characters, obviously, you don't have to worry about that. Like with the Hulk, once he's transformed, there he is. He's good to go. Yeah. Um, but then again, Batman to... never takes the mask off because that's a big batman rarely thing. yeah like in the movies uh and then that's actually now that now you say that that is actually a good thing for those batman movies um if he ever does take it off it's usually just during bruce wayne scenes or maybe like something or when superman's very, ripping very it off in a dream sequence <laughs> exactly and magically his eyeshadow disappears <laughs> that's always been a thing man back I in know. Uh, in batman returns that's something that i even noticed when i was a kid there's that final scene at the end of the film where, uh, where he Batman... dances with the devil at the pale <laughs> with the pale moonlight. <laughs> that would be the Joker one. That's the one from 1989. Yeah. Um. I'm talking about uh the one with the penguin and Catwoman at the mm-hmm. very end of the film. There's a scene where Michael Keaton playing Batman is talking to Catwoman, trying to calm her down. Like, hey, don't fucking kill me and Christopher Walken. That's not what you want to do right now. And uh, he takes off his mask, and clearly before you can see, they got the the black eye shadow there. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as it's gone, it's just gone. So I don't know, like. I, I guess they have to do that though. They can't make the mask get that close to the eye. It'll it wouldn't work. Around. It'll. It just. It won't work. Um, won't work. But still, uh, that's that's the thing. They sort of got around that with Deadpool. They're just like, ah, how are we going to do this? Because can you imagine like Ryan Reynolds in the costume without the white, just seeing his eyes? Like how strange that kind of would have looked. We would have looked like Deathside or whatever the other guy's name is. Uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. He yeah. would have looked a lot more like Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. That's kind of part of his thing. Is it, like I said, him with the mask on is his own character, mm-hmm. not so much personality wise, but like that's mm-hmm. a recognizable thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like a, it was. A, it was a really bold decision to do that. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, CGI is pretty good now. Mm-hmm. CGI is an assistant is pretty good Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't look great if you make the whole world cgi but like as an assistant like just animating it just as the eyeballs it Mm -hmm. looks fine you know for the most part and also he stops and turns the camera and kind Mm -hmm. of talks exactly you don't see it whoa whoa during action scenes Mm -hmm. you know it's more just the look i guess also i'm just excited to see the pacing of the film i get the style i get the attitude but i really want to see the film and i hope they get to the action quickly and Mm -hmm. there's like you know, an action scene every uh, 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know? like <laughs> Again, we've been spoiled by Force Awakens. Yes. Which, the pacing on that film was perfect. Like, just A lot every... of people disagree. A lot of people really? said slow. A lot of people said slow. I don't slow. get that at all. Like, every 10 to 15 minutes, there's some sort of amazing event going down. I just think General Leia acting sucks. But besides that, I really was happy <sighs> with Gary it. Gary Fisher... <laughs> probably the weakest actor in the movie unfortunately yeah but, but uh, still i still think she did a serviceable job and she had a very small role so she wasn't there all the time no she yeah. just sat there and got affected as people and i mean the her. first time i saw that movie at midnight like we weren't even like listening to the words we were just yeah, like, like oh this is happening right yeah. now like it, it, it still it still feels kind of surreal because um it's strange i've seen the movie a couple of times and it feels like it's been out for over a year <laughs> it's only been a week and a half. Well, you know how good we are at digesting content, you know, and mm-hmm. every article on the internet has been the 10 force awakening questions you must ask yourself, mm-hmm. you know, or oh, like, the internet is just like, had a field day with star Wars, the force awakens. Yeah. So, I mean like there's just a lot of content all over the place now for star Wars. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't know how you haven't been spoiled mm-hmm. in some ways. That's why I feel bad for uh, all those people in China, like how they're having to avoid all these spoilers and TV spots and everything. Cause it's all there. Yeah, it's now, easy to find. Nowadays. I mean, you go to uh, Google, you type in Kylo Ren, you better be fucking careful because you're going to learn exactly who he is as soon as you hit search. Yeah. Like, it's going to pop up his name, his real last name. His, if you go his to lineage. Wikipedia, yeah. like the first like couple sentences, boom. <laughs> you know, they let you know exactly who this character is. So uh, it, it's, it's definitely hard to avoid spoilers at this point. Yeah, so, but uh, also in 2015, it was an awesome year, but looking forward in 2016, I think I'm also pretty excited as mm-hmm. well, because we do have uh, the new Berserk, which yes. got a trailer, yes. which was amazing, mm-hmm. and in some ways playing it very safe, we, yeah. we'll discuss that, mm. and in other ways pissing a lot of people off, Yeah, but overall, new Berserk, I'm happy. I'm, I don't as, know a, how to as a fan of the series, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, it's new Berserk, but it's also Berserk we haven't seen before. You yeah, know, Black Swordsman stuff, guts, you know, killing demons and moving on to the other parts of the manga, hopefully. No, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're getting away from the, the, the like, now it's this character. Mm-hmm. A dude with one eye, a big ass sword. It's called the Dragon Slayer. He just goes around wasting dudes. Like, what part of the story do you think they're going to adapt? Or, like, what would you like to see? Uh, Well, I'm excited to see if they go to the Lost Children arc. Mm -hmm. Because that's a real dark, like, a weird place to start if you're trying to get in Berserk. A lot of people say that they should skip that. A lot of people always felt that that arc was kind of fillerish. Like, it doesn't really serve a purpose. I think it serves... It's just gut saving a kid. It's basically gut saving a kid, but it also is like an excuse to introduce that organization, the uh, the, the Iron Chain Holy Knights. Okay. So like it brings them into the but picture as well. But they got in at the very end. Yeah, they do kind of show up more towards the end of it. Really, it is just like you said, just guts just completely annihilating this group of like fairies and then their leader who is uh, i think her name's rosine yeah she's the big like green she's the first monster that uh genos fights you know yeah basically yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it is she's a moth you Mm -hmm. know um but i i mean i'd like to you know if it were up to me i'd see i'd want to see everything you know obviously why not because i think all of berserk for the most part is pretty good 
Um, I still actually haven't even caught up with the manga completely. I'm almost there. Uh-huh. Um, I think the last thing I read, it was like a month and a half ago, maybe? It involved the character, that apostle character, his name is Rakshas. He's the... Uh, he looks like uh, like a shadow wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah. he's a very strange bad guy, not mm-hmm. so very. I think good. that was the last thing I read. Um, but I'd like them to get all the way up to that point. There's still a part of the story though that they've never ever told in anime form, which they kind of almost got to in the original series. You know how it opens up with uh, guts killing the big snake baron, the big like snake demon, and everything. Yes, yes. There's a whole other story arc that begins at the very beginning of the manga of him actually trying to find the crimson behelet, the egg. Yeah, and he gets it. I think from this other character who's also an apostle. Okay. Um, and that's also, he actually, he sees the, uh, the God hand again, they even appear. And there was like another small, like couple chapters before they get into the whole golden age stuff. So it's almost like they double dip on the God hand right from the start. A little bit. Yeah. Which is strange when you're reading the, uh, the manga version strictly. Cause it's, it certainly gives away that Griffith is going to end up turning into some sort of weird freaky creature. And that he belongs to this organization of like, dimensional traveling like demons super demons yeah like super well the demons. strongest level of demon that, mm-hmm. that we've seen yeah and what's interesting too is uh a lot of people they pr- the hardcore berserk fans probably do because they they pick apart everything uh in that story arc at the very beginning that one uh-huh. apostle who's i think his name is the count he's just like this really big guy um he's a demon that you see during the apocalypse Okay. Multiple times, like, and he's eating a lot of the soldiers. So they sort of like call back to that, like, multiple times. Okay. Uh, both at the beginning and towards the very end of the. Uh, yeah, he's some story. big, like, four-legged uh, super salamander-looking yeah, dude. Yeah, like, almost like a slug. It's yeah. Really weird-looking. Um, but uh, if it were up to me, though, I would personally skip that. I really I would don't skip think... that one. Yeah. Only because I have read a little bit of that arc before. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. But. I like the Lost Kids I mean, it's, arc. It's the first arc of the series. Yeah. You know, it does open with Black Swordsman stuff for like, I think, seven chapters, and then they get right into the Golden Age. Because they're like, here's a taste of what happens. Now let's show you how this happens. And then they really get into it. Yeah. Um, but if they do open up, like, if they, let's say they pick up from the movie trilogy. Uh, so it would be just him meeting Skull Knight and learning his destiny and getting ready to go into battle. It would have to pick up immediately with the, uh, the Lost Children arc, which... If they do that, maybe do like a super condensed version because there's a lot of elements to that arc which are just frankly ridiculous. Um, Not to mention right after that, there's just so many other crazy things going on. All the new characters get introduced like Farnese and Serpico. Um, And then, of course, you have what I think is probably the best first really good villains of the group. There's that one guy who's that, like, super hardcore, uh, like, priest. I think his name is Mosgus. Uh-huh. He's the uh, the guy who transforms into, like, the big, like, feathered demon thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, completely obsessed with his religion, even though he's should not, you know, like, it, it, there's a huge contradiction between his religion and the things that he does to people because he, like, tortures them to death if they don't follow, like, the Holy See. Um, then he has his group of torturers, and he battles against Guts. And that's all just like an appetizer to building up to the next big event of the series where Griffith actually returns. So I don't know how they're going to do it. If they're going to do movie format, you know, I'd like to do anime. The only reason I'd like them to do an anime story is just so they'd have time. They'd have time to tell the story. Yeah, that's true because man, each one of these arcs could be a season. They could. Yeah. Big time. So you do the lost kids. Then you got the guy that, uh, the big feathered guy, Mm -hmm. and then you got Griffith coming back and then it kind of really picks up. Yeah. And then it almost, then it hits its stride. Yeah. Then you got Berserker armor. Yeah. Then you got the, uh, the, the, the big, uh, the king who's a part of that one. When did they go uh, to that place with the trolls? 
When does that happen? That's sort of, I think, in between... Um, the Berserker armor. The Berserker armor. And Griffith. And, yeah, and Griffith. So Griffith come back, Cause, yeah. the troll things, and then the Berserker armor happens. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think the trolls are when they pick up the uh, the sorceress. I forget her name. Uh, I think it's a Shirk. Shirk, yeah. yeah. The wizard lady. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And there's so much Berserk. Like, we just yeah. had to remember all that. And that's like mm-hmm. four different arcs, you know, yeah, right I mean, there. You've got to keep in mind, too, this is a manga series that's been running since the uh, the 80s. So Where do they pick it up? To be honest, I just say, look, guys, we got to just hope that this thing is so popular that we keep it funded and we just do it all. Mm-hmm. Just slow, a slow burn, and we just do it all. Not too slow, though. Not too slow. You know, like, find a good medium, you know, keep it brisk. Couldn't we get one really awesome arc of 25 episodes a year? Would that be cool? Or is that too That slow? would be good. Um, I don't think that's asking too much. I mean, a 25-episode arc a year would be fan-freaking-tastic. Maybe kind of emulate what they're doing with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, it's a little easier with JoJo because the, the seasons are divided up with completely brand-new characters and they're set within their own, like, time periods. So they can, you know, end an arc and wait a little while before they can do the next one. But Berserk is sort of a continuous story, but I think they could divide up each of the stories in, like, their very own arc. It's just, again, it goes back to, like, do you want a heavily censored anime? Do you want a super gory movie? Do you want a high-quality OVA? It's it's really hard to choose at this point. Uh, They did a good job of the trailer, too, by not showing anything too violent or anything. It's just Guts destroying some skeletons, which at first I thought was kind of a cop-out because I'm like, I want to see some, like really some big, messed up shit. But then yeah. I realized, I'm like, well, they didn't make that up. He has fought hundreds of skeletons before. It wouldn't be the first time that Guts did that. That's a whole other aspect that we haven't, like, discussed. Every night, at, every time it gets dark, demons mm-hmm. come out. Pretty yeah. much. You know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's I think whole... they said something like that in the beginning of the trailer. Like, it's like sleepless nights. Yeah, that's kind of what they something. referred to. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the trailer right now. It opens up with the brand, yeah, sleepless nights shall begin. So freaking ominous and amazing. Um, but let, let's get on to uh, the biggest thing about this trailer, something that a lot of people are complaining about. Oh, the which things is the they CG, don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that seems to be the one thing, is just the, the, the abundance of CG. It starts out pretty promising, but the minute you see Guts sort of walking towards the screen, you can definitely tell that it's rendered in CG. And it's, I don't know, maybe it's the frame rate? That makes it look kind of choppy. I'm not so sure. It could be an artistic choice. It could be an artistic choice. It's hard to say. Like, there's a lot of shows now that are trying to do, like, a mixture of 2D animation and 3D animation. This show that aired last year, or this year, actually, it's so bad I'm already forgetting about it. Um, Which one? (laughs) It's called God Eater. Which is a show that I thought about reviewing a couple of times. You're throwing you're 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 throwing out some some heat, Corey, yeah. about God Eater. A lot of people liked it, but a lot of people didn't at the same time, and it had a style that's very similar to this uh, trailer right here. And the only reason I didn't like the God Eater anime series is because it was one of the most generic pieces of crap I've ever seen. Just I've seen that anime series a million times before, and as pretty as it looked at times, it never really wowed me. But uh, I really hope they're going to find a happy medium, because even the the close-up shot of Guts' face, like, it looks like it's, like, hand-drawn. Like, it looks more traditional anime, but, like, his armor and everything still kind of has, like, a CG effect to it. But, like, the look of him destroying the skeletons and the the speed of the sword and everything, just the overall destruction, like, that final shot, that looks great. Like, I think that looks really cool. I'll be honest. I think it is all CG in the beginning, but as soon as the skeletons come in, it becomes animation. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I mean, it's definitely enhanced with a little bit of CG, no doubt. Yeah. But that shot where he swings the sword, like his armor and stuff, that's definitely rendered in CG. Yeah, but it's, his face isn't. And yeah, his face like, is not, which is... 
very strange, which again, that's another thing. It's like, I like it. I'm not too opposed to it. I, I do want it to look a little more traditional hand drawn. If they do get to the whole berserker armor thing, like obviously, are they going to give it the whole CG treatment? Probably. Which of course, if I kind of don't want, <laughs> you know, I kind of want a really awesome hand drawn kind of look to something like that because seeing the berserker armor in anime form for the first time is going to be a huge deal if they actually do get to that. And really at the end of the day, that's what I want to see the most. I want to see that moment where he gets that armor for the first time, slices through a wall, killing a demon all at the same time, and then just fights against that one dragon dude by just <laughs> slamming right into him. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that fight so much. And there are better fights probably in the manga series. I just that moment always sticks out to me. Yeah, the next few fights he has are very different. You know, mm-hmm. just because guts had a bunch of fight dudes with swords mm. fights you know like that's almost how he says hello now yeah. you know so it, it gets a little more uh in depth in some of the later and arcs. i want every fight to be animated that that kind of goes back to me kind of wanting an uh, anime television series because um i love the 100 man fight in the movie trilogy but i also uh-huh. love the original version just because the movie version goes by real quick like it's like a five minute scene that's done the anime is like a whole episode of just guts killing people and there's also that scene where the dude calls in his brother, who has like the giant flail, who's just like yeah. absolutely gigantic. <laughs> they cut that out from the movie version. Like it's not in there at all. They don't even hint to the fact that that guy exists. And I was really oh, yeah, sort of hoping. Right. Yeah, I was really sort of hoping that they would include that, but they didn't. Wait, didn't they have that? In the they did movies? not. Oh, okay. Maybe you're right. I'd have to look that up. It's crazy. Um, I'm pretty damn sure it's not in there. Um, I mean, I own the movies. I've seen them a couple times. Um, but yeah, I just, I want every single thing to be animated. There were a few apostle characters who weren't even appearing in the, uh, the movie versions. Um, but still, I'm just, I'm ready for this show. I'm ready for a hardcore hero. Who's not like the same old power friendship bullshit that we've been seeing like for so long. And, uh, it's coming in 2016, which might be one of the biggest years for anime ever. There's just so many great possibilities. Gurren Logon might be returning. They are keeping that so secret. It's either returning or it's some sort of tease for a shitty pachinko game. I'm not really sure because it's all owned by Konami and everything. <laughs> it's it's kind of strange. But Konami oh. had a hand in the original Gurren Logon anime too, so that's what's kind of keeping people hopeful. JoJo, Dragon Ball Super, the actual brand new stuff is going to be getting Assassination Classroom, not to mention a few other surprises. Attack on Titan Season fucking 2. Yeah. That's, I wonder how far they're going to get in that. How spoiled are you? Uh, Not at all. Really? I am so not spoiled on that show, and I am so proud. Wow. Yeah. You know how easy it is to just go read the manga and find everything out? I'm glad, too, because I reviewed uh, Attack on Titan Junior High, which was the uh, the comedy show. Uh Um, People were telling me there were spoilers all up in that show. But I didn't even notice them. And then uh, while looking at the show, I realized what they probably meant were there were characters who show up who have, like, no dialogue. Usually uh-huh. just standing around or sitting in the background or they focus on them for a second. Yeah. And they look like very distinctive character designs, but characters I've never seen before. Oh, okay. So they're probably going to be people who show up eventually in the next season. If you ask me, that's not really spoiling. That's just nah, hinting. Not really. You know, I probably won't even remember them when I, you know, I, I probably won't put two and two together. I was more focused on the ridiculous comedy of that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm ready for season two, man. It's been so hard not to want to read the manga version, but difference, uh, with one punch, man, as soon as I got done watching that anime, I immediately started reading that manga. Oh, really? Which is is amazing. Caught up. Amazing. It is pretty freaking great. It's so great. It's either the, the, uh, manga's ending at a great time right now, or if you find its current position, Mm -hmm. it's great. And then if you actually spend the time to read the web comic, it's even better. It's ridiculous how good it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
shit. But th- when they get to where they're at now in the webcomic, because if you're not aware, One Punch Man is based off a of webcomic, which mm. is like a cheap poor man's manga. And then, then they adapted it to a manga, and then they turned it into an anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, the webcomic is in such an awesome place, too. Yeah. So it's just like, damn. <laughs> it's going to take five years before you guys get here. Probably. It's, 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 it's definitely, you know, I'm glad we got what we got from the One Punch Man anime series. But at the same time, I'm also kind of like, oh, if only they'd have waited, like, another year, maybe two years. We could have had more substantial material given to us. But what they did give us was still pretty freaking great. Yeah, but I think uh, Lord Boris or Beerus. Boros. 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 He he was a great place to stop because that's one of the coolest fights of that show so Oh, without a doubt. Every time I show that episode to people, they freak out. Uh, When I was watching that with Ben last week, just his jaw was on the floor constantly. (laughs) Like that whole initial fighting sequence. Yeah. As soon as Saitama's, uh, or like the One Punch Man theme kicked in, just, yeah, it was awesome. It's still a really good fight. It's one of those episodes that kind of gets better every time you watch it. Cause, uh, it, it moves so fast that you always see something kind of different each time, like a little bit of choreography or just the way the characters move. It's, they clearly put a lot of love and attention into that episode. Yeah. And you also got to think like, that's like a classic one to me. That's like, that goes back to, you know, uh, that episode, the first time Goku and Vegeta fight on Earth, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you go back to some, uh, what's Luffy versus the uh, guy that can change into the, the cheetah? Oh, <laughs> fucking, uh, oh, Rob Lucci. Lucci, like that's... Is he that's a cheetah or is he a jaguar? Either way, big cat guy. Oh, the, the cat man. The cat man, <laughs> yeah. you know, like those are some classic episodes that I think that'll mm-hmm. always make it in that list now, you know. And... People always mention that. I always think of Luffy versus uh, Bluno, who is the... He was also a member of CP9. It was the first time Luffy used uh, uh, Gear Second. Yes, that's a good fight, but that was more of a... um, It wasn't a full episode deal, but like that moment was so cool. It was more of a, this is the things to come, Mm -hmm. I feel like, in that episode, which is uh, not what One Piece does anymore. They barely give you any cool shit anymore. You just wait around for nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they they are really close to the manga version right Uh, now. I didn't didn't know that before, now that I read the manga. I'm a little underwhelmed by the Luffy-verse Doflamingo fight. I mean, it really hasn't started, though. It hasn't, but in the same way... This is all foreplay. I guess that's true. You know, they have to get rid of Treble first, and then it's going to be full-on Luffy versus Doflamingo, which I can only really pray that they do justice to that. We have to wait and see. We're probably about two weeks away from Gear 4th. Really? Just yeah. appearing? Yeah. it's It has to happen soon. But, I mean, One Piece can take a scene, like, a couple panels from a manga chapter, and they can make that a whole damn episode. Oh, yeah, they so can. So it's, like, it's it's really hard to say, especially whenever there's a scene in the manga where, where there's, like, side characters who are reacting to things. That's, the animators have to see that, and they're like, oh, shit, perfect. This is exactly what we needed. We can use this and extend it out for another whole episode. I mean, the announcer became a huge character dude that's gonna be a whole episode is that announcer yeah that whole episode where he inspires everyone mm-hmm. towards the end and... at least half an episode yeah of just all that shit because not only do we need to hear him but we need to get the reactions from every character in dress rosa and there are a every fucking character. lot of them <laughs> a lot of them not just the straw hats all the citizens everyone and they'll all be um, in the same place because mm-hmm. of the birdcage. So they'll all but, be. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have high hopes for... I, I have a feeling they'll at least do one episode of Luffy vs. Doflamingo that'll blow our minds. You know, they, they have to. Um, there have been... That's the thing. There have been moments in the Dress Rosa arc that do look really great. Um, ironically, I think some of the best moments from the arc have involved characters that aren't even the main ones. It's always been a lot of the side characters who I felt were really awesome. 
Um, one of the coolest moments from the battles recently was uh, Lao Ji versus Sai. I thought that was freaking great. Oh, that was great. And it was yeah. short-lived. I mean, it was very short-lived, but, like, do that for a whole episode with Luffy and Doflamingo, and people will freaking eat it up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Way more than Naruto right now. Naruto doesn't exist right now. Nar- yeah, it does. I'm going to review all of that <laughs> shit. I love it. Every week I review that show, there's always that one comment. Dude, why are you even watching this shit? I, I had a mission statement years ago when I said I was going to start reviewing Naruto Shippuden, and then I'm going to review every episode, good or bad. You are and, uh, getting beat up by the system. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty bad. I think we're on break this week, which, frankly, I'm kind of going on for. I'm kind of sick of this crap. Because they've even announced that those uh, fillers are going to be going way into 2016. We're getting that Itachi special in March, I believe. And I think Kaguya is getting her own original stories, which are going to be... Which, actually, that's what we wanted. We always used to say, hey... Kaguya y'all are needs gonna... more. Yeah. She, she does. She needs more backstory. So, I'm not going to judge until I see the episode. But I know that when I see it and it has shitty animation and a crappy story... We'll have to see what I have to say. Maybe they will put some love and attention into it. We'll have to see. But it looks like this whole Naruto filler thing is going to be going on for a little bit longer than uh, most of us even predicted. And a lot of people have straight up just jumped off ship. They're done. We're, we're done. Even when the canon returns, it's like, what's the point? We've all you read know? it. We know. Mm-hmm. We're done. I mean, 2015 uh, has been a disappointing year for Naruto, to say the least. Eight episodes based on the manga. Eight. All together. Everything else has been a filler. Literally. And almost all that filler has sucked balls. It's all, been, <laughs> it's all been so bad. There have been some big anime disappointments of 2015. The other big one is another ninja show, Ninja Slayer. Just You reviewed it. How many episodes? Like I 10? got up to like 17, and then I was just like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. Every episode is practically the same. It's the same joke over and over and over. And if it's not that joke, it's usually something really fan servicey and really off-putting. And just, ugh, just... Sayonara! Yeah, that was funny the first ten times. <laughs> when we finally started getting into the next set of ten, I was like, okay, I get it, yeah, it's Sayonara. And then it just, it, it's the same thing constantly, even up to the final episode, which, yes, I have seen the whole series. Maybe I will do a discussion about it at some point. Uh, it's just more of the same, really. Does he it's, defeat the same? Does, are, does it look like an epic battle's about to start, and then it goes... Of ding, course ding, it looks ding, like ding, an ding, epic ding, battle's ding, about ding. to start, and then they <laughs> fucking jerk you off. It, it, ugh, I can't stand it. That show had so much freaking potential behind it. Yeah, it did. Ugh, and it just it ended up teetering off. You know, that and Naruto Shippuden this year have been bad. I had some really great anime experiences. I even have a top five favorite, but I'm going to reveal that in a separate video that's going to be on our channel. Make sure to stay tuned for that. It's basically going to be the New Year's special. Um, but yeah. uh, Didn't we already say this is the New Year's special? Uh, yeah, we get two. <laughs> there you go. You get two. There's Don't complain. Of, you're getting two. You're getting two. Uh, <laughs> what, what other uh, things happen this year or next year that you want to talk about, Corey? Uh, Kung Fury. Best movie of the year. What do you think? Yes. Next thing. <laughs> I've shown that movie to so many people. Uh, like, uh, I know a few people who edit videos. So every time I run into them, I'm like, have you seen Kung Fury? Mm-hmm. They're like, no. And then I give them headphones on my iPhone. I'm like, sit here and watch this right now. Or if we're in front of a computer, mm-hmm. I pull it up. But Kung Fury is the shit, man. I'm very, very uh, impressed by it. And uh, at their Dragon, not Dragon Con, the, was it Comic-Con in mm-hmm. San Francisco? Yeah. At their Comic-Con panel, they had um, uh, a thing saying that they want to do a feature film. So. Really? Very excited about that. God, that'd be crazy. I mean, 
would they basically just take the same concept and extend it to like an hour and a half? I guess the guy said, hey, I spent all this time building this world and making these characters. I'm not going to just abandon, abandon them and make something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to just keep this going. Yeah. And he's the fucking star. Why wouldn't he want to keep it going? You know, he's the, he's the director is Kung Fury, you know. That's so crazy <laughs> when you say it like that. Yeah, the, the creator. You know, I, I, he looks so much like Ryu from Street Fighter. They might as well just make Kung Fury like either a character or like an alternate costume for Ryu. That I think would be that'd awesome. be like the craziest, most amazing thing possible. They make that a. Uh, or since he's so violent, make him a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, <laughs> make Mortal him like Kombat. rip the heads off of people. Mortal Kombat's killing it with their extra characters. Mm-hmm. I always find like, uh, uh, wh- who did they add this year, or who have they added that it's not a Mortal Kombat character? Um, Jason Predator, um, alien. Jason Predator. Uh, they got Alien coming out next year, early next year. Leatherface. Yeah. Um, which God, they might as well make a horror themed fighting game, which I think would be pretty freaking awesome. That would be, but they pretty much are Yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that all the characters? No Sonic or Mario? No Sonic or Mario. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Eventually weird. we'll be able to rip off Sonic's head. Oh my God. Mm. It's like that meme we saw today with Sonic having the red Kirby? eyes. Yeah. Oh, that was Describe that to the audio listeners. There's Good luck. no freaking way. It's just. I can't even know. I'm not even going to try. Not even going to try. <laughs> no. Do you want to do awkward Imgur? Yeah. Let's go ahead and do this awkward because we have a lot of pictures to go through today. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and open those up. And then uh, highlight them all, you know, open them. Tell me the first one you got. We haven't done uh, awkward Imgur. Okay. Yeah. So what awkward Imgur is, Man. is I just pick up a whole bunch of uh, ridiculous pictures on the internet and see how Corey reacts to them. And sometimes he does it to me, and sometimes we both just con- uh, contribute and see who can freak each other out. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> um, let me see. Some of the stuff is just uh, cool shit I find on the internet. Okay, well, let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Which one is it? Uh, it appears to be Kylo Ren. Yes, uh, but or... also. Adam Driver. It's Adam Driver. Was he a Marine? Yeah, he was. I found this on the internet. That's not just a kid who looks just like him. Uh, Unless this is a joke. Wow. That's crazy. So He's got really big freaking ears. Yeah, I know. You'll never (laughs) unsee that now. Yeah, I know. That's going to be strange. Wow. Uh, Adam Driver. Like, what else has Adam Driver been in? He was in this movie with uh, one of those guys from Horrible Bosses. He was going... It was just this crappy kind of like let's make a real life family going through the holidays and everyone's getting a divorce and it's all sad and he's like the fuck up son that comes back and you know he's dating some hot older rich woman and everyone's like giving him shit for that but like mm-hmm. everyone else is going through a divorce or their marriage sucks and uh you know it's just a sad shitty modern family sort of movie and he's the he's the punk son that yeah. never really grew up and i saw him in that and i and, like literally i saw him in that like 15 days after I saw Star Wars. And I was like, fuck. Like, this is going to fuck up Kylo Ren forever for me. <laughs> you know? I think he's also on... Uh, Girls is a show I've yeah, heard about. Uh, I don't know what it is, though. It's just a narcissistic bullshit show. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that shows his acting chops. Um, military training. That's that's really interesting. The fact that a Marine is fucking Kylo Ren. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there we go. I did not know that. That's a pretty interesting fun fact. All right, the next one. <laughs> Awkward um, seal. Appears to be some sort of seal, yeah. Uh, it says, 10-year-old brother, I will have one spaghetti cake. Me? Uh, he would like the lasagna. What the hell? <laughs> He's saying he saw some lasagna and calls it a spaghetti cake. Because it's like the same concept. 
Maybe you guys can explain to me what the hell. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting that one. Okay. Um, damn it. <laughs> this is a very Star Wars-y one. You will use the Force. It doesn't work that way. Uh, I love that, though. It's kind of like a reference to... Uh, it's funny that it's Harrison Ford saying that, now that I'm thinking about it. Because, um, like, back in the day, whenever Harrison Ford went to Comic-Cons or, like, big events where they talked about Star Wars, people would ask him the, like, really asinine questions. Like, how come the blah, 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 blah doesn't work on the Millennium Falcon when this does this? Mm-hmm. And, and Harrison Ford would just, like, it, it's the Force, man. It's the Force. It's just the Force. <laughs> that's the end of the question. Who gives a shit? That's the real answer. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty classic line from that movie. Finn, you're ridiculous. Okay. Whoa. Um, it appears to be a dog <laughs> hanging out in a group of beavers. It's otters. Are those otters? Yeah, I think they're otters. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I only The only reason I say that is because I'm reminded of the South Park episode. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the dog park. This is the most <laughs> important I've seen. All right. That's a little ridiculous. Um, what the hell? What is with your sea creatures thing this week? Okay. Um, uh, I guess that's another what? otter? It's an otter holding uh, some parts. Some, some pipes, and it says, uh, runs on ramen necessary. He needs those parts for his spaceship. He's going to otter space. <laughs> Oh my god, this is how we're ending 2015. <laughs> Otter space. Alright, next one. Uh, t- uh, Tilt-shifted photo of a space shuttle Endeavor. So this is a, an effect oh. where everything looks like a toy. If you ever look up tilt-shifted images, mm-hmm. it has this like, toy look, but the, you see this rocket ship like bursting through the clouds. It doesn't even look real. I know, but it looks like the tilt-shift effect is very interesting. Wow, that's strange. So uh, if it's not on the screen, look up tilt-shifted photo of space shuttle Endeavor. That is weird. It's cool. I want to make him a phone background. I like that. Okay. Uh, now it looks like we have a tweet uh, from uh, Funny Pokemon. Uh, it says, uh, Drake, the type of trainer to use his Master Ball and a Magikarp and say, you're legendary to me. <laughs> I don't know how Drake has slipped into so many awkward angers this year. I love Drake. All right. Here we go. Uh, it looks like more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron. Uh, and he says, when your new friend looks really good in your jacket. <laughs> He's got this, like, disturbing, like, mm. Mm, fuck yeah look on his face. Like, Finn right. looks like a robot. Sorry, that's a, uh, you get the joke. All right, and then right <laughs> after that, we go to Bill fucking Cosby, of all people, because he's hilarious, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it says, when you hear a drunk girl say, I can't find my friends. <laughs> and he just turns and smiles. Oh, my God. Poor, you know what? I don't even know if I should be saying poor Bill Cosby. His that legacy man, is gone. It's over. <laughs> Every single time I hear about him now, it is just disturbing as shit. Okay. Uh, next one, we have this uh, message here. All right, let's go ahead and read this. Um, Witnessed the devastating effects of marijuana last night when some random guy in front of me at the marathon brought bought some Tostitos. He looked down at the Tostitos he had just purchased and a frown uh, appeared on his face. He then looked up at me with his glazed red eyes and said, Aw, oh, fuck, man. I wanted Doritos. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe marijuana shouldn't be legalized everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just thought that's a funny... I wanted Doritos, man. I can just... I can imagine that shit. Okay. Find the panda. Star... Oh, my God. I found okay, it. so this is kind of like a Where's Waldo, but with a, a panda. And since pandas are black and white, it's uh, hidden in... Within the stormtroopers. Within this... Oh, my gosh. This is... 
I'm just like scouring. I'm just going from top to bottom. Well, you probably passed it five times. Probably. Oh man, is it just like standing? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one of those things. Like it is actually surprisingly hidden well, just because of the colors and the fact that. I don't know. They're all just standing side by side. So uh, try and look for that. That's pretty damn funny. I like that. They just put the the TIE fighter pilot right in the middle to throw you <laughs> off. That's great. Um, let me see what's next here. It's not moving for some reason, so I'm going to go old school with it. Um, should be an anime one. It is an anime one. Let's see. Longer hair equals to more power. Okay. <laughs> Wow, that's true. Saitama has completely went reversed on that. Yep. So it says Goku. That looks like Yusuke Urameshi from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho in the top right. Uh, then you have Ichigo Kurosaki in the uh, the bottom uh, left. left. And then you have I, I think that's gone. That's gone. Yeah. When he goes all crazy and shit. Yeah. His hair is ridiculous. Long. Wow, that is funny. All those characters do have like super long hair when they get powerful. That is ridiculous. Of course, Saitama. He Fucking says, Saitama. Okay. So, that, that expression right there, just that image of Saitama, is that the one from uh, Boros? The Battle of Boros? Yes. Yeah, it looks just like the one from the episode. <laughs> I see that picture all over the place it's now. It's become like a meme. It has. It's the perfect itself. sort of like reaction face. And then uh, last, but certainly not least, this is the last awkward Imgur of 2015. Let's see what it has to say. Uh, 2015. The guy's name is Jonathan Booth. He's leaving a comment in uh, the class yearbook. Okay, so this is Jonathan Booth. There's a picture of him, and he left this quote, which reads, High school is easy. It's like riding a bike, and the bike is on fire, and the ground is on fire, and everything's on fire (laughs) because you're in hell. (laughs) How did they put that in the yearbook? (laughs) I don't know. That's fantastic. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Because you're in hell. Man, I never imagined that we would get this podcast off the ground. I never imagined that we would make it to 43 episodes. And I never imagined that we're going to continue to uh, do another episode next week. Yeah. Uh, But you guys have made it possible. You guys have been watching and listening and downloading the show. Uh, so we just want, we want to hear from more from you guys though. We want some more topic ideas going into 2016, uh, cause we're going to go through sort of like a transformative year. We have a lot of big things going down. Um, you know, obviously outside of, uh, uh, YouTube and everything in this podcast, we have some brand new work coming in, um, which is going to be really ambitious for us. And we're going to try to sort of take that energy and fuel that into our super commie stuff as well. Um, we have a lot of new things, like new intros we're going to be implementing, new video styles. We're going to be using some brand new high-quality cameras. Absolutely. Because we, we want to make things look better for you guys. Um, and we're going to be doing some things, taking some things in the other directions. Um, the podcast also, uh, it's mostly for the most part going to stay the same. Uh, but we do have some guests planned uh, for 2016, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Just lots of possibilities. I was kind of hoping we could get to 50 episodes this year, but we did take a couple of breaks. But still, that's okay. I'm glad we were able to release this many episodes just this year. How, how when did we start what did we start at the beginning of the year um i don't know if it was at the very very beginning um but uh i want to say march march or april 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 i believe is when we started well that's almost that's a lot actually yeah we got a lot done you know we did. maybe we didn't get uh what how many weeks are in a year 52 53 i forgot I don't know. We'll Google that shit. Google that shit. You got smartphones. Yeah. The point is we almost did uh, one every week. Mm-hmm. You know, we were pretty good about it. Yeah. I think we only took like two, three breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, you guys, what was your favorite part of 2015? We'd love to hear something in the comments below. Mm-hmm. And what was like your favorite part of this podcast this year? And if you have any suggestions or input on our podcast, we always love hearing it. And uh, we read it. I mean, 
We may never do it, even if it's a great idea. But damn it, we read it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and everything like that. Uh, Corey, do you want to uh, take us out? Yes. Um, before we go, uh, I just want to go ahead and thank Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel has done an amazing job with uh, bringing our, our podcast yeah. to uh, you guys this year. They've been managing the entire show. They've been uploading it to iTunes and RogueIntel.com with all their other amazing shows. So uh, to all those at Rogue Intel, thank you so much. Duff, thank you so much. Uh, you've really turned You're the, the show around and uh, really put a fire under our feet and uh, tried to make this the best show possible. Um, and uh, before I wrap up everything else, again, thank you, Rogue Intel. Uh, thank you again for letting us be us, allowing us to speak our minds and do our show the way that we want to. Uh, make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. If you guys would like to uh, help keep the network going, make sure to head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon. For all of your shopping needs, if you have any uh, last-minute gifts you want to get for New Year's or if you want to buy some really explosive fireworks, I'm not sure if they sell those on Amazon. I don't think they do But that. make sure no. to uh, do all your shopping there. Um, remember, it won't cost you any extra, and all of your uh, proceeds are going to go towards Rogue Intel, the network, and all of the other shows. So uh, you guys are keeping the tires greased. Thank you so much. Yeah, you guys, thank you for so much uh, for listening. It was a good year, and uh, I appreciate everyone listening, and I think next year will be even better. And we're like Corey said, we're going to take it bigger and better. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, the powerful Nerdcast is out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.